So a side effect of me getting into this anime was that I did then get into real world figure skating, but like <laughs> nice. specifically for Nathan Chen. <laughs> that boy did five quads in like one program. For context, in Yuri on Ice, a fictional anime, everyone only ever did four quads. Like that was the most that anyone did. Yeah, <gasps> they're really hard. Yes, they're super hard. And Nathan Chem was 17 and did five, and it was insane. Damn. How do I vocalize the gif of Patrick Stewart doing mild shock? <laughs> mild shock. Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted, he said sorry. Yuri! But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure. You're not a wizard, you're- Born to make history! Hello, and welcome to Sorted! I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. What are we sorting today, Alex? Yuri on ice! Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. We have a guest! Oh, okay. Hello! <laughs> this is John. John, who are you? I'm John. Uh, I, I work at... I, full Names. <laughs> names are a thing. Names are an important thing here. I mean, I guess, like, when I'm on the internet making content, I guess I've been going by John S. Puerta Quinn. Like, that's my full name. So mm. let's just go with that. That's what I'm credited sure. as for the new No Dice <laughs> okay. episode. So that's what we're going with. <laughs> cool. Okay. Where are you from? This is part of the Pocket Podcast Network guest month. Yeah. Yes. Which I forgot to mention. <laughs> because we haven't got there yet. Chill out. I did it. But we're here now. We're there. We're around. We're in the podcast. We're in the guest month. So I host Home Viewing with my wife, Bethany, and Them's the Facts with my friends, Chris and Gabe. And I also, like I just mentioned, helped write the newest No Dice episodes. Nice. All podcasts, I'm sure you've heard us talk about before. At the end of the episode, when we recommend other podcast network podcasts, we'll talk about what we're doing for guest month at the end. Yeah. Yeah. For now, yeah. let's talk about our sorting subject. What? No. No, 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 no. We've got a guest. We've got a guest. Do we have guest things? We have one that guest thing. What's our Ooh, guest thing? The see. obvious guest thing. Oh, what Hogwarts house are you? Because <laughs> we're a hot sorting show for Hogwarts houses. This is a complicated <laughs> question. This is a <laughs> very... Because there, there have been several answers over the years. In high school, I really... I was in, like, the IB program, so I wanted to be Ravenclaw very, very badly. Yeah. When Pottermore sure. first came out, it sorted me Gryffindor, and I was like, what the fuck are you oh. thinking? And then the longer I... And then I was like, I'm clearly a Hufflepuff as I got through college. But then the longer I sit with it, the more I think I'm a Gryffindor. Like, honestly. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I had a similar thing where I, I was like, I'm a Ravenclaw. And then Pottermore's like Hufflepuff. And I'm like, actually, yeah, you're right. A lot of people <laughs> didn't think the uh, Pottermore sorting at first, but came around to it later. Yeah, exactly. It's very interesting. Even though sucks you know <laughs> yeah we don't say her name around here Ooh, she's bleep that she's bleep she, that for me she's, please alex <laughs> yeah we call, we call her she who must not be named yeah she sucks but yeah. she sorted me right i guess <laughs> yeah her algorithm did she had no part in it yes here's my thought though about the Pottermore <laughs> sorting quiz right uh-huh. i feel like you could just like make a new sorting quiz that's at least as accurate or just as accurate where you just say to someone which of these traits is most important to you? Intelligence, bravery, cunning, kindness. Like, that's that kind of thing, you know? It's interesting to me, though, because I've seen quizzes like that. And then I've seen, you know, very thorough, like, hundred question quizzes to try to sort you. And lately, yeah. like, the, the most recent ones I've taken have all been, like, Gryffindor-leaning Hufflepuff, you know? And I, I think that's where I'm sitting. I think that's where I'm at right now. Sure. Sure. Much like in my most disagreed opinion with this uh i, I was just gonna say speaking of uh <laughs> <Gryffindor> versus Hufflepuff, <laughs> oh boy do you want to talk about thor the old beef oh. this is this is this is some premium dry aged beef right here i i feel like i feel like we save this for the end i feel like okay. this is a good thing to get okay. into to okay. wrap up the show okay okay we'll come back we'll circle back to that let the beef age a little bit more yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it'll taste nicer on the grill <laughs> so Unlike the previous two times when we've had guests and I didn't know the the media we were sorting, I don't actively dislike this one. Yeah. Like, I don't have a hatred towards it. I just don't know it. Yeah. 
And the thing is, JD, we're going to welcome you with open arms once you decide to open your heart to this media. Because it's a very kind and loving media. It's so, so you're going to nice. welcome me with open arms and then like lift me above your heads as we do a spin? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. That seems like the kind of thing we're doing here. What is a Yuri on Ice? Ooh. Yuri on Ice is an anime about figure skaters. Ugh, fucking weebs. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of like, frankly, this is the only anime I've ever like rewatched other than like Cowboy Bebop. Like, that's it. I'm not typically a very anime-forward person, but I love this show so I have much. like I have, like, three, and it's Yuri on Ice, Mob Psycho, and then JoJo, but not because JoJo's good, but... Because it's JoJo. <laughs> it's, like, my brother and I bond over it. I think the only anime I've ever re-watched... I guess, like, individual episodes, I'll have watched, like, some Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! with, like, plenty of times, because, sure. like, re- 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 reruns on TV and stuff. Digimon would be the only one that I've actively re-watched. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a good show. And we're going to rewatch it. Yes. Or watch it. You're going to make me watch it. And I'm going to make you watch this eventually. But first, we're going to sort this. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. So first up. Wait, so what is a Yuri on Ice? It's an anime. That's what, That's as far as we got. Yeah. It's an anime about figure skaters told through the lens of of a uh, kind of older Japanese figure skater. And by I say older, he's like 23, which is old in figure yeah. skating terms. That, To be fair, that's also old in Japanese terms. <laughs> It's a, uh, but it's it's uh, about professional figure skating essentially and the competitive circuit, and but it's also about friendship and love and anxiety and depression. Yeah. So it's an anime. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I said it's an anime about figure skating, but I had already boiled it down for you. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, the main character, uh, who we'll talk about first, is Yuri Katsuki, mm. who is the Japanese Yuri. He, yes. as you said, is a slightly older figure skater. So he... I, I try, I tried to like not have you tell me too much about the show going in because it's cool to have someone go in blind like this. It blows my freaking mind that there are two different Yuri's and that's not like a thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wonderful though. It is kind of a thing. It becomes they, like, a thing. They mention it. But like that would be like say Mob Psycho One Hundred having another character called Mob. Well, Mob is it, a nickname. Or Yu-Gi-Oh having another character called Yugi. And it's just like, just this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be more of a thing if Yuri wasn't such a common name for both languages, you know, in both I cultures. I guess <laughs> the thing that, like, is so weird to me is, like, if you're going to have two characters with the same name, you've got to have, like, mistaken identities or something. Like, some reason for that to be like, the case in the plot. So I think that it actually executes this pretty well, though, because it gives them it gives them more of a reason to have their rivalry. Like, there's something that yeah. Plasetsky says, the, the other Yuri says, which is, there shouldn't be two Yuris in the same division. And it's very <laughs> wonderfully delivered. Oh, oh, the dub? They have the worst Russian accents? I, I love it so much. Sure, I was also just laughing at the actual dialogue there, though. Yeah. That's an absurd thing to say. See, I was more laughing at just the specific dialogue itself, because you know what? Ain't nothing in the rules that says a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> it sounds like the same kind of thing. <laughs> Only one Yuri, but dog's fine. <laughs> nothing says that a dog cannot skit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Skatebud. <laughs> oh, skating buddies. That's that's gotta exist. There's, there's, there's probably at least one of the Buddies movies that involves some skating. I've never seen any of those movies, by the way. I've never oh, seen Airbud or any of them. You, you haven't seen the man. first Airbud? <laughs> no, they're not really a thing here. I don't think. Like, <laughs> I watched one. It was like on Netflix, and it was a Christmas one, and it was called like Snow Buddies. I think oh, I was no, there. The for Buddies. That. Was that the one where like the little kid that was with us? This, maybe this is what, wasn't a buddies movie. Maybe this was something else with the talking dog. But there was, like, a stuffed dog on, like, a conveyor belt going towards an incinerator. And, like, oh, no. they had to save the dog or something. And this little kid was just, like, freaking out. She just, like, she couldn't handle it. She's like, the dog's gonna die! The dog's like, she was losing her mind. Wait, no, I didn't like watch that. when I watched I, Toy Story 3. I didn't watch that one, but I watched one where the dog died at the beginning. <gasps> I was a ghost. Oh, my God. Was a ghost puppy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, Yuri. <laughs> Yuri on Ice. <laughs> the show we're sure here to talk stuff. about. Right, so... So, uh, th- so this is the Japanese Yuri. Yeah, Japanese Yuri. Does the... Japanese Yuri have a personality? Yes. yes. He's the main character. He is super awkward. He's got a lot of anxiety. He has a lot of self-doubt. Specifically because he's, you know, he's 
has a past where he has flubbed in under high pressure situations mm-hmm. and yeah. he's taken that to heart very badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he loves pork cutlet bowls, which is He loves pork cutlet bowls. That's important. That's and, a character trait. And as a result of this anime, now I love pork cutlet bowls. <laughs> That's valid. They're good. It, it, they're so good. There's a restaurant here that does them very well. <laughs> Nice. So, like, at the start of the show, does he decide to be a figure skater, or is he already a figure skater? He's or? already so, a figure skater. Yeah, late in his career. He took a year off because he just... Felt like it? No, he he messed up in the finals. Yeah, he like, bombed he, the finals terribly, didn't even make I it out of I hide my face nationals. in shame. No, it's more like he got too caught up in his head. And also, yeah. I turn away from the microphone even when I'm talking. Thanks. <laughs> I'm great at this. <laughs> so he just like wasn't in the headspace to compete anymore. Mm-hmm. What what help? What gives him the drive to t- try again? Well, <laughs> uh, he does have a passion for ice skating, and that never really goes away. He just mm-hmm. t- doesn't really have a huge passion for competition. So he does, or, or at still least he skate. doesn't know that he does. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. One yeah. Of these things he hasn't where... found that. He hasn't found it yet, and beca- and because of the immense pressure that's put on him, he's having tr- he has trouble coping. And because some inconvenient things have happened around the time of his competitions, he it, he kind of I think associates those with the competition specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. After his year off skating, he decides, you know what, the best way for me to like rediscover my passion for skating would be to imitate the program put on by my idol Victor Nikiforov. Uh-huh. So he performs this at his home rink when he gets back home to his hometown in Japan, which, by the way, I just feel the need to be very clear. His parents run a hot springs resort. Yeah. So a lot of stuff happens in hot springs in the, in this, so it's very... Sure, sure, sure. So very it's hot anime. springs forward. Yeah, it's an anime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he does this at his home anime rink. Anime have like five tropes. <laughs> and half of them are beach episodes. And this one lives in the hot springs episode. There's no beach episode? There's no beach episode. Then how is it even an anime? There's only been one season. How's Hot Take? Every anime has a beach episode. (laughs) (laughs) What house is that? Arguably, Barcelona's kind of a beach episode because Victor does stand on the beach for a bit. They do briefly stand on a beach. Boom! Beach episode! Okay. Nailed it. Fine. Yuri on Ice is allowed to be an anime again. Okay. It It briefly had to be a Western cartoon. Thanks for uh, being the anime, please, I guess. <laughs> you know me, I l- love... Uh, yes, absolutely. I'm, sorry, I'm just throwing up in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he uh, does this, he uh, performs this routine exactly like Victor would have, and his friend's daughters, who are named adorably, and we'll get into that later, his friend's friend's daughters film this and put it on the internet, and then it goes viral across the figure skating world. Literally, all the other figure skaters see it, including Victor, who then flies to Japan to become his coach. Because, damn, he did so good. (laughs) He was creative. He surprised the audience. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Victor shows up, and Yuri's like, okay... Victor Victor shows up naked in the hot springs. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, Victor the, is Yuri's the, like idol. Like that's the other thing I know about the show. Me. Like I go, I went to the show knowing two things. It's about figure skating and it's gay as fuck. It's big it gay. Is so gay. It is wonderful. It's, yeah. Gay. Yeah. And they exchange rings. <laughs> they exchange rings. <laughs> Side Barcelona. I still don't know who the couple is. <laughs> the couple ends up being Yuri and Victor. Yeah. Japanese okay. Yuri and Victor, to clarify. Yeah. Okay. So Victor, who, or sorry, Yuri, who has been sort of enamored with Victor from afar since childhood, because he's his idol. Yeah, he's got like a huge crush on him, basically. Has a, a room full of Victor memorabilia on the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He named what? his dog after him. What? what? What's the age difference? Four years, I want to say. Because Victor's yeah. 27, really? Yuri's 23. Okay. Yeah. It, but that's I, think, I was getting the impression that like Victor was like twice his age or something. It's I like think a, Victor's just old... been skating for longer. Yeah, he's been skating for longer, so he's. But why would I assume anyone in anime is fifty? No <laughs> one lives past thirty in Japan. <laughs> I assume from Japanese media, where twenty-three-year-olds are treated like they're ancient, and fourteen-year-olds are, are fully mature. Of course. It's fine. 
Anyway. <laughs> we get a little bit of that with the 16-year-old Yuri Plasetsky. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the other Yuri? It's also fun because both their a- names do end in key. Yeah. So it's like Yuri Plasetsky, Yuri Katsky. <laughs> we'll get back, we'll yeah. get back to Plasetsky. 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 Plasetsky? Plasetsky. The main thing, so the main thing I know right now, personality-wise, is that Yuri has a favorite food. Yes. Tell me about his actual traits. Like, what motivates him? What does he... He... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does genuinely... He is motivated by food. Yeah, food, that is a lot of it. <laughs> but he does genuinely, like, love figure skating and he loves it, but he doesn't... He's motivated a lot by not wanting to let the people he loves down. Like, an entire arc yeah. in the beginning is he's, like, really embarrassed. Like, uh, the an arc of his character is that he's really embarrassed to be coming back to his hometown after bombing and figure skating so bad like he he doesn't right. want to be there he's like put on a lot of like stress weight and like he's just embarrassed he's very embarrassed yeah so like and everyone is still super supportive and super proud of him but like he feels as if he's let them down exactly he's feels a lot of shame all the time like he's very committed to being the person that everyone wants him to be but what mm. he doesn't know is that they just want him to be himself and happy yeah. So yeah, yeah. I haven't heard a single personality trait that isn't Hufflepuff. Well, because I think Hufflepuff might be the right answer. Yeah, <laughs> to actually, be I mean, actually. Um. Is so it... his whole his the the skaters pick like a theme for their routines for the. Mm-hmm. For their programs for the season. For the programs, yeah, for the season. That's what I was yeah. looking, looking for. I didn't rewatch the show, so I can't remember all of the lingo. <laughs> no, it's no problem. <laughs> um. So the the skaters pick a theme for their program for the season, and Yuri's is love. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> Not just his love for himself, love, love yeah. of all Woo! kinds, love for him, for his family, love for others, love for the people who've supported him. So, like, the thing is, yeah, Yuri's a Hufflepuff. Like, I yeah. think I'm pretty solidly in that camp. There was a little bit of me that was like maybe some Ravenclaw tendencies just from his like interest I in the see sport that, and his yeah. dedication. But, but at the same time, like you mentioned, he was quite creative with it. Yeah, absolutely, he, he can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he thinks outside of the box in a lot of ways. But his motivation comes so deeply from a desire to do well for the expectations that have been placed on him. Like, to do well yeah. for others yeah. and his family. And, like, frankly, he's not as good of a skater until he discovers that love inside of him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, yeah. That's like, what motivates him, essentially. Like, by the end of it, that's what he's doing it for. Mm-hmm. It's good. Also, he's super associated with food. Yes, just very, very, very heavily associated with food. Like, the skaters, like, their fans throw, like, stuffed animals and stuff out on the ice, and mm-hmm. people throw food plushies Yeah, they, for him. they throw him, like, uh, onigori and stuff yeah, like that. they throw him, like, sushi plushies. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's great. It's, it's also fun to see what all the, what all the skaters are associated yeah. with, too. Which, yeah. That's fun. It's, it's a thing in real life, too, because, like, even, like, uh, Yuzuru Hanyu, who's, like, the hotshot from Japan right now, he gets thrown Pooh Bear. Cute. Like, people throw throw him Winnie the Pooh. It's adorable. That is adorable. Uh, uh, let's talk about Victor Nikiroff. Victor Nikiforo. I forgot an entire syllable. Yeah, I'm reading the name, and, yeah, you didn't say it. Kifaroff. Four-time uh, Grand Prix... Grand Prix gold medalist. Just uh, the dominant skater in the world. The best skater. Yeah. Bethany, uh, my wife, used to be like into like Russian figure skating. She's pretty sure he was based on a specific Russian skater who was big like in the mid-2010s. Like doing w- well at the Winter Olympics. Especially uh, Long Hair Victor from the mm. flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So he's, what, he's been skating since he was a child then? Yeah. Yeah. Because you mentioned that Yuri has had, like, memorabilia since he was a child. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's been skating since, uh, he's been dominant since, like, his junior division days. Okay, so in, in figure skating, there's novice, junior, and senior. Those are the three divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and novice is up to, like, I, I want to say, like, 12 or 13, Somewhere in maybe. there, yeah. And then junior is from that until 16, and then senior is 16 until retirement. Which is fairly young for ice skaters. Under 30, pretty much yeah. always. Convenient for anime. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's young and hot, it's fine. Victor is a character who is dedicated to surprising the audience. Mm-hmm. That is his whole thing. He's not interested in performing unless he's doing something interesting. Which is, so, it's the ultimate shock when he retires at the t- height of his career to go to go to Japan to 
uh, to coach the person who came in last place in the Grand Prix final. Okay, so he's still like actively involved at this point. I like I was again I was under the impression that, like he was a former ice skater. So I was gonna say like okay, is he like recent retired now? He's like just over thirty or something. No, he's he's one of the older skaters. But he's still active. Yeah. And it's a big deal. That and he's he still winning. Yeah. It's it's a huge deal that he retires because everyone was expecting to see him skate again that season. So like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hmm. angst that Yuri has over being the one who he sees it, who he sees himself as having stolen Victor from the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Victor's having none of that, by the way. Yeah, it's v- like this is my choice. Uh- <laughs> this is my choice. I saw something in you, something that I could coach, something like it's 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 very like Friday Night Lights. It's like you know, you got something, you got something. You can use that. We can use that. I can mold that can... into something great. Now imagine all that with a bad Russian accent and you've got the dub. <laughs> sure. Think, think of think of something. Oh, shoot. What does he say? He's like, think of something that fills you with love or desire. Think or of something. something that fills you with desire. Something That's that you lose is. all control over. And he thinks about Victor? No. no he, he thinks about, about poor, poor cutlet balls. <laughs> I am a seductive pork cutlet bowl who ensnares men. <laughs> a direct quote. A direct quote from the anime. I'm sorry? He's like, ah, yes. Pork cutlet bowl is like the most desired thing, so I'm going to just roll with that. But then he tries to make it sexy. Freaks it does. No, Yuri does. does. I'm For whose benefit? Skating's benefit. So he wants to he wants to be sexually attracted to pork cutlet. No, he wants people to be sexually attracted to him, but he is dancing as if he is a sexually attractive pork cutlet bowl. He's trying to think of the his, thing that makes So his his theme Okay, Victor gives both Yuri's like a song to dance to, mm-hmm. and they're like the same song but in different arrangements. Wait, he motiv- he he mentors both Yuri's? Kind of. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> an arrangement and the song is on love okay so like alex said it's on love and he's looking at different aspects of love eros and agape eros being sexual love desire agape being innocent like childlike just unconditional love and the obvious choice would be to give the the sweet innocent love to uh japanese Japanese yuri Yuri (laughs) because he's sweet and squishy and innocent and then the other yuri is like a bad boy rebel who's you know fiery like a yeah uh like a heartthrob yes for like all of the teenage fans this is <laughs> um so like you know like oh yeah obviously he should get the sexy one but he swaps it around so that they're skating to things that they're not super mm-hmm. comfortable doing he wants to like force them out of their shells in a way, so mm-hmm. he makes them skate to things that they, they're ne- not necessarily comfortable embodying, like you said. Wait, which one? Which one is the heartthrob? Yuri uh, Plasetsky. Plasetsky, the Russian. Right. Okay, I thought we were the other way around. Yeah, he's a heartthrob. Okay, I'm. I'm following that. <laughs> so he choreographs programs uniquely for each of them. So, Japanese Yuri was going to be given the cutesy, <laughs> well, childlike he wanted. One. No, he no, wanted. He, no, that's the one he wanted. Right, and like, he, but he came up with his ideas based around that. No, no, the choreography was done by Victor. Yeah, Victor okay. Victor choreographed them and coached them through it, and he assigned him arrows to force him out of his comfort zone. This feels way more, ne- like, over-the-top ridiculous than it needs to be for this figure This is, like, saving. episode three. This, yeah. And also... <laughs> you know, I think you, I changed you my say, mind. I'm not sure I want to watch this show anymore. You say that it's over-the-top ridiculous for figure skating. Watch figure skating sometime. This is completely accurate for figure skating. <laughs> Just oh, I'm gonna, I don't think I want to watch figure skating or this anime. I, I'm gonna send you the, this video of Nathan Chen just so you can. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> I don't want to look at Nathan Chen. I would love to watch this. Figure skating is fascinating to me. It's, I don't actively incredible. watch it, but it's so mesmerizing. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, Victor. <laughs> what drives him? Uh, surprising the audience. Spontaneity, creativity. Creativity, but. He, w- he wants to surprise everybody. A spiciness. Yeah, absolutely spiciness. And I would say... <laughs> Spicy pork cutlet. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call a shot here. Yeah? I say he's a Slytherin. I oh. buy that. No, I... Really? He's very ambitious. Okay, yes. so you didn't say anything... Sorry, All I've heard sorry, so far sorry. is he's creative. I'm thinking... Okay, so Ravenclaw. He's a bit... He can be, like, kind of manipulative, too. Like, he, he plays he a lot of mind games with Yuri to, like, 
motivate him. But but like in a positive way. Yes. Yes. Like he, <laughs> like he's like doing it for Yuri's benefit. Exactly. Right. So he's he's a Slytherin who's found his Hufflepuff that he wants to protect in a way. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like I see all your potential and I want to bring it out. Yeah, he doesn't care what anyone else thinks about this whole arrangement. He's going to do what he wants to do. Exactly. And he sees this as not just advancing it for Yuri, but advancing it for himself because he wants that experience. And he, see, like, mm-hmm. he's not, ne- he's definitely not selfless in all this, you know? No. Which is, like, I think especially revealed at the end of the series when he says, you broke my record. And as your competitor, I can't let that stand. Because when you get down to it, he's coaching Yuri because he was bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was because he had been at the top the whole time. He, you know, he had no- nothing more to aspire to. So Yuri gave him something to aspire to, gave him something to direct his ambition towards. So like, yeah. I think he's a Slytherin. I think No, I absolutely buy that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Next. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, next is Yuri Plisetsky. Yuri Plisetsky. He's the Russian Yuri, uh, nicknamed Yurio because he's the smaller one. We did notice earlier, like when you were making the list, that Japanese Yuri is spelled with two U's. Mm-hmm. Yes. So actually, the show is about Russian Yuri. <laughs> yeah, the title of the show only has one U. So I guess, I guess Yurio's the, the main translated. character. Yeah. So like, uh. it, it, this seems so interesting to me as well, because like, it's like, I'm familiar with Yuri as a Russian name. Mm-hmm. Sure, I've heard mm-hmm. that before. I'm not familiar with it as a Japanese name. In the context of Japanese, I'm familiar with Yuri being the term for lesbian yeah, media. Yeah. Like that like the counterpart to Yaoi. So I looked it up, I was curious. Like, is this just the word for lesbian in Japan? It's not. I don't know what it was. Because like Yuri doesn't refer to lesbianism in general, specifically lesbian media. It's the mm-hmm. Japanese word for lily. Hmm. Huh. I think maybe, like, lilies are probably featured in the artwork or something. Or like, they're soft and delicate. No. Oh, okay. So, the main character of the show is actually called Lily. <laughs> which is why I asked if they were a girl. Oh. Because I was like, that might have made sense for a female character. And no, still seems just, weird to me. He's just a soft boy. For a boy to <laughs> be very called Lily. Soft boy. He's a soft boy. <laughs> uh, Yuri Plazetsky is not a soft boy. No? <laughs> no, he is he's a, a hot very soft. hard boy who tries very hard to be a hard boy. He's a punk. <laughs> He's the Russian punk. <laughs> See, that, I'm hearing he's a heartthrob, and I'm hearing he's hard, and I'm just getting... Un- hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> he is obsessed with cats. He loves cats. With, he loves he loves big cats. He lo- he he wears a lot of, like, tiger like, stuff. Like, all and, of like, his shirts have, stuff. like, tigers on them. But, like, he- Ed Hardy-style tigers, <laughs> like, very... <laughs> At one point... He sneaks off to Japan and doesn't tell his yes. coach that he's gone to go find Victor. Uh, so yes. he, How do you just... sneak off to Japan? Don't worry about it. Um, don't worry he about it. He doesn't tell his coach where he's gone and like he's ignoring his phone and he's like not responding so that his coach doesn't get mad at him. And, and then doesn't he, know like, where he is yet. Yeah, and then he like sees this like tiger t-shirt in a store window and he has to I... like, he's just like, I need this. And he like has to... I have to, to have it. <laughs> drops everything to buy this shirt and post pictures of him wearing it on Instagram and that's what gives away his location to his coach. That he's in Japan. And his fangirls who are rabid. Yes. What? His fangirls are crazy. Well, uh, he's yes. a heartthrob. Yeah. He's a hard heartthrob. Yuri's angels. He's the cool bad him. boy. He is the cool bad boy even though he is his he's the youngest competitor in the division. He's a baby. He, he, he just got into the senior division. So and he's 16? Yeah, he think and he thinks he, he is the best of of everybody. The thing is, he's incredibly talented and skilled for his age. Like he is mm. perhaps, like honestly, perhaps the best skater there. He has less experience. He has less experience and less uh, stamina than the older skaters who have been competing at this level for a while. He's not necessarily as good in the competitions, though he con- consistently places. So at this point, the picture in my mind I've got is basically Justin Bieber. You're not that far off. Yeah? Honestly. Teen heartthrob who wants to be all hard and cool. And who is very much motivated by being the best. Yeah. Um, he's very dedicated. He works very, very hard. And also he's incredibly ambitious. Thinks yes. he's better than everyone else. Like, it's... I'm, I'm leaning Slytherin. Yeah? Here's the thing. I lean Gryffindor on him. You lean Gryffindor? Because of the cat association? Yeah. <laughs> Not because of the cat association. <laughs> ah, the cat association. They're the rival team of figure skaters. 
is a determination, kind of. Yeah. I, I don't see him as... I don't know. Maybe this is my personal interpretation of Slytherin. Yes, I see determination is in both on both lists. Determination actually is both Slytherin and Gryffindor. <laughs> but but you also see courage, nerve, and bravery. So like in in one of his intro dialogues, Yakov is getting on his case for attempting quads in the junior division. That's you know? true. And he and you know boldness, headstrong, stubborn. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think of I don't think of Yuri as like a very cunning person. I don't think of. I, I was think of thinking like more about. I, w- I was thinking about it in in the frame of he's trying to be better than everyone else, and he's trying to push himself in a way that is, like, not self-preservation, but self-promotion kind of thing. Uh, but the, I, 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 I see what you're saying, and I'm, I'm very here mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying as well. I think about, I also think about the fact that he does manage to bond with people and kind of cheer for them in a way. And That's true. And his friendships... Not saying that that's, those aren't Slytherin traits. When yeah. you were describing him earlier, though, you also used a lot of Hufflepuff words. Yeah, he's very hardworking, but that's the thing I think all so, of the skaters like, are. Dedicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe ice skating is just... House hot take! <laughs> ice skating is a Hufflepuff sport. House hot take. I mean, as far as I- Ice go... skating is a pretty Gryffindor sport. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Right, you think something's Hufflepuff. One of us thinks something Gryffindor and one of us thinks something's Hufflepuff. Make your case, sir. My case here is that the... Um, okay, so we, we're talking about dedication a little bit, but I'm also thinking about the boldness that you have to throw, have to have to throw your body at high speed, spinning, not necessarily knowing how you're going to land. It can be very dangerous. It's so dangerous. I'm thinking about the, the stubbornness that it takes to... Fly to Japan to try and hold your <laughs> hold your mentor to a promise that he made you. You know, yeah. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about kicking down a, a the door to a bathroom stall to make a point. You know, I just oh, yeah. he's got he's got this flair for the dramatic that feels very Gryffindor to me. That's fair. Wait, I, I thought like we were I thought we were still talking about the sport. Do you, <laughs> do you typically kick down doors while ice skating? Not necessarily, <laughs> though. Although no, I. I I, I, I think I think the jumps alone and the boldness of going at that high of a speed to dance. I don't know. It it feels very Gryffindor to me. Now I would say that Yuri on Ice the show itself is very Hufflepuff in general. You don't think that uh you need to be modest to ice game? <laughs> what is what is the most Hufflepuff sport? Hmm. Like volleyball? I don't know many sports. <laughs> Look, here's here's the thing. I'm here on a Harry Potter sorting podcast. I don't it's know It's not sports. a Harry Potter podcast, JD. You don't know your own podcast. You're not though. wrong. <laughs> also, I am wrong because we've previously had hosts on the show explicitly sorting sports. <laughs> it's true. We'll leave House hot them. take. I don't know what sport is. I also don't know what a sport is. So, uh, Yurio is a Gryffindor? <laughs> if I have managed to convince you. Now, do you have a case for Slytherin over Gryffindor? I would love to hear it. Uh, not particularly. Like, it, it's more of a vibe. Uh, he's, he's mm-hmm. mean. We are all about vibe checks. It, it, it's I, the, true. He goes out of his way, basically, to bully Yuri. <laughs> I think, and I think the vibe... The vibe I get from him definitely is initially Slytherin. But but as you learn more about his character, he I I, I do see Gryffindor and I'm I'm down. Yeah. Even even in the bullying of, of Yuri, which is kind of in a way like motive tr- He's him, he's trying his to make own, him like, be misguided better. way of motivating. Yeah. So him, around you know? here though, we do have one significant determining factor if we've got to decide between Gryffindor and Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Does he fuck? No. Because Gryffindors fuck and Slytherins try to fuck and they want to fuck, but they don't. He doesn't fuck, he's 16. Uh, well, well, here's the, I think he could fuck, though. I mean, <laughs> I am uncomfortable talking about this. I think, I think that when he comes to the age of majority widely recognized as 18, he could certainly fuck. Boom! Age of Consent in Russia is 16. He could I don't fuck know why you're to. so excited about this. Because he could oh, theoretically boy. fuck should he want to. Okay. Let Yuri fuck. He has the ability to fuck. But does he fuck? The question is, does he fuck? Gryffindors fuck, Slytherins want to fuck but can't. They fail at fucking. I I think hmm. if he wanted to, he could fuck. Yeah, he could get it. I think he's too dedicated to his craft. He doesn't have time to fuck. Oh, he's like the anti-Slytherin. Because Slytherins yeah. want to fuck but can't. He 
doesn't want to fuck but could. Yeah. His fans He's are gotta like gotta be Gryffindor. Drooling like yes. over him constantly. If he wanted to fuck, he could fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I hear Gryffindor. <laughs> this has been a conversation about a 16-year-old anime character. <laughs> it's fine. I'm pretty sure the age of consent is 16 here, too. I think it is in the UK. It's in my state, at least. 16, yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with a 16-year-old fucking. Oh, they're 16-year-olds. Yeah, or people people who are... Yeah, let's let's, yeah. let's get, go ahead and give that clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 17-year-olds, that age range. Mm, yeah. Yeah. This is a weird conversation. Some cases, Let's get on with the list. <laughs> you can't make me... I'm here to hold this hostage and talk about anime sex. No. We don't have to be horny all the time. I thought we were here to talk about Yuri. No. Oh, God. <laughs> real talk, though. This show is real horny. No, I'm bringing it back this on show topic. We're here to talk about Yuri. incredibly horny. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yuri Pluseski. I, I brought it all the way around. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, anyway. Those three are our only main characters. The rest is yeah. lightning bolt round. Yeah. Oh, is oh, it time boy. for the lightning bolt go, round? Here we go. It's time. Oh. For the lightning bolt round. Oh. Oh, the lightning is frozen. We have to skate on it. <laughs> Get the Zamboni out here. It's not smooth enough. We're gonna trip over this lightning. <laughs> Use your toe pick. I would like to apologize in advance for the many, many butcherings of pronunciations that you're about to experience. Next up, we got Yuko Nishigori. That's his. That's his friend who he grew up skating with. Who, yeah, uh, works yeah, yeah. It's cool. Alex just has to Google the names of the characters that she's sorting. <laughs> I know who she is. She's. <laughs> she's cute. She's cute. She's Yuri's like childhood best friend, who now sort of owns the skating rink that they grew up mm -hmm. skating on. I'm gonna say she's also a Hufflepuff. How old is she? Same age as him. How old is he? Yeah. 23? 23. 23-year-olds shouldn't own ice skating rinks. I don't... Uh... I, I think it, it's not made clear. I think maybe she and her husband either own it or work there. To be yeah. fair, I know a 28-year-old who owns doggy daycare. <laughs> That's five years older. And, like, you probably don't need an entire ice rink. It's it's kind of in a small town that's kind of falling apart and no one goes there anymore, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of implied that she maybe, like, got it from, like, the... The owner. Previous yeah. owner. Did I hear a house? Yeah. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Up next is Axel Lutz Loop. Axel Lutz and Loop. Axel Lutz and Loop. Those are the triplets. They're wonderful. They're adorable. And they... And they're named after ice skating moves. <laughs> yes. Three, three uh, prominent ice skating jumps. And they are certainly Slytherins. Absolutely. Sure, fine. <laughs> Minako. Minako. Minako, that's what I said. Minako is a ballet instructor who helps... Yeah, she uh, helps Yuri with choreography. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was I was pulling up visual references. The way this works is you need to know what you're talking about. Minako is a ballet instructor who helps uh, do choreography for Yuri. She is great and very supportive. But in, I want to say, kind of a Slytherin way. Oh, absolutely. Because what's what's the line? You can get me hot figure skaters room numbers. Yeah, like she's helping yeah. him, but like she wants something out of it. Ah, she wants to fuck but can't. She's also often very drunk. <laughs> she's still a very good friend to him and very supportive of him. And mm -hmm. it's not entirely motivated by that, but it's like their side benefits, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, lightning bolt round. Let's go faster. Next up is Celestino. Celestino. Slytherin. Yakov. Yakov is the, like, Russian coach. He was Victor's coach and is also Russian Yuri's coach. Give me a house. Oh, he's mean, but, like, he means well. I kind of want to say Gryffindor. I'm with you on that one. Cool. Up next is Otabek. 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 He's the skater from Kazakhstan who's only in two episodes and deserved so much more. He was so cool. He was, like, friends with uh, Yurio. Y yeah. They were buddies. And and I think that he's a Gryffindor. I like that. Cool. Up next is Chris. <laughs> I can read that oh. one. Oh. Chris you, is... You mean Chris is next? Chris the wonderful sexy Swiss skater. Oh. Chris is the sexy skater? I thought they were all sexy. <laughs> they are, but he he's is, the worst. That's his definitive trait. He, uh... Wait, it's, I, it's, I'm it's curious. Very is sexy heavily... good or bad here? I was going to say implied, but it's very clear that he uh, comes every time he finishes a performance. What the fuck? Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fucking anime! His, his skatings are the worst to watch. I hate them so much. What's his house? <laughs> oh, he's Gryffindor. Cool. He fucks. Right, let's move on. Up next is JJ. <laughs> I could say that too. John Jacques Leroy. JJ is my least favorite. I I love Uh, Chris. I love him to death. I'm I'm the opposite. I adore JJ, but I hate Chris. Oh, I can't can't stand JJ's attitude because they (laughs) clearly gave the stereotypical American personality to to the Canadian. (laughs) Uh, Oh, he is an asshole. He's such an asshole. His song is really good, and I love the thing he does with his hands. Oh, oh God, JJ, JJ style. style. Oh yeah, Alice was trying to show me this the other day, but she didn't know which way around Jay's went. I did it backwards. JJ is a failed Slytherin. Ooh, Slytherin. By the end, out. by the by the end of the the season, he is at least. Mm-hmm. He, I, I think he's a Slytherin personally. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I know I'm not going to say this right, so it's Fichit. Pichit. <laughs> Look at that word. <laughs> There's He's the, the Greek letter skater. phi, followed by the word chit. Phi chit. Deal with it. Pichit, the, sk- the Thai skater. Yeah, Pichit's from Thailand. He and... Ah, Phi from Thai. Pichit's a Thai skater. He's, uh, was rink mates with, uh, your guts. And so, like, they're good, they're good buddies. He has hamsters. That's I, his, like, yes. thing. You just said the name of a character, and I don't even know who you're talking about. Yurikatsuki? Yeah. The main The main character. character. Oh! You said it's a The Yuri that's on ice. Name. Oh, Yuri, that's not ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Peachy's also Are not both Yuri's on ice? Yeah. Shouldn't the show be Yuri's on ice? It should. It could. Peachy's a Hufflepuff. Cool. Next is Mickey. Oh, Mickey. Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, 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 Hey, Michel, Michel Crispino. Yeah. <laughs> From Italy. <laughs> he is a Hufflepuff. But like with bad Hufflepuff tendencies. Yeah, like an over an overprotective Hufflepuff. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um 50-50 on this one. It's Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, fuck it. It is Sarah. It is Sarah. It's oh! Damn, I know more Yuri on Ice than you do. I am officially the Yuri on Ice expert of sorted. <laughs> <laughs> I say she's in. Ravenclaw, because literally no one from this show has been in Ravenclaw yet. Actually, I was gonna say Ravenclaw. Boom! I'm the Yuri on Ice expert now! Sarah is is Mickey's sister, who kind of wants to go live her own life and do her own thing. Yeah, I know. Mickey is way more protective of her. (laughs) Up next is Emil. 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 I think he is also Ravenclaw. Yeah! Sweet. Emil and Sarah have kind of like a flirtatious relationship. Getting all the Ravenclaws in at the end. Yeah, and 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 Emil, I, I say this because he, I think, might be the most creative, like with his themes and programs. He like, is, yeah. Because yeah. he does, he he does the cyberpunk. I am, I am no longer yeah. human. That's his theme. So like, he's very into like trans, to like transhumanism and like, I don't know. I, I I like him a lot, and I wish we had more time with him. He's yeah, he cool. wasn't on screen much, but he's mm-hmm. he's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Next, we've got Seonggae Lee, the Korean skater. That wasn't terrible. He did all right. Uh, I like him. He doesn't have a whole lot of personality. <laughs> he's just kind of there think, a couple times. So is he a I think his his biggest personality is that he's a competitor, though. Yeah. Because he his his entire thing, I thought his skating sequences were some of the best because his internal monologue is calculating the exact points that he's going to get. Yeah, for each yeah, move, yeah. Which I thought was super compelling. He's there to skate. He's not there to make friends. He's there to do stuff. Yeah. And I'm gonna say Ravenclaw. Cool. Georgie. Georgie. Oh, God. Oh, Georgie. Georgie, Georgie, Georgie. <laughs> Georgie? You He's tell a me Slytherin. What, you tell me off when I say spiders, Georg. <laughs> he is He is Russian, so... <laughs> well, maybe um, spiders, Georgies, too. <laughs> spiders, Georg, on ice. I think he, even though he is an outlier, Adam should not have been counted. There I would say go. that he is... Uh, I would say that he's a Slytherin. For sure. Yeah. His entire thing is very manipulative. His program is very manipulative and about like heartbreak specifically. It is. It's his way of like trying to win his ice dancer ex-girlfriend back. Yeah. He's kind of a creep. Cool. He is. There He is. There are two big creeps in this and they're Mickey and him and he's the bigger creep. Yeah. Yorgi is the yep. What about Leo? He's a soft boy. He's a soft boy who dances to the. 
who does ice dancing to the chain smokers. <laughs> yeah. His name is Leo, like a lion, so he's a Gryffindor? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> ah! I am the Yuri on Ice Expert! That's valid. Minami! Minami? Minami? Minami! Minami. Oh, Minami. Minami! Adorable. Minami's a baby. <laughs> He skates to the Stray Cats, or music that is supposed to be like the Stray Cats. That 90s swing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, he's got the anime hair though, huh? Yeah, he does. So he's, so he's, he is the main character then? <laughs> of his own, he has his own spin-off ice skating show that doesn't exist, uh, where exactly. he's the main character. Like, he's, con- he's a bit younger and he's a big fan of uh, Yuri Katsuki. Which is kind of adorable because it's a very good parallel to like Yuri's fandom of Victor. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like I'm looking at a picture of Yuri. I'm looking at both of them, and like it's pretty clear that Minami is the main character. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Yuri. Yuri only has one hair color, and it's black. That's a normal human. <laughs> he wears glasses. What kind of main character wears glasses? I wasn't gonna say Harry Potter like you thought it was. I was gonna say like, no, a main character should wear goggles. Goggles. <laughs> Goggles. Digimon. Digimon. Oh. It all comes back to Digimon. Look, Digimon, Digimon is the greatest anime of all time, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> okay. Tweet at me. <laughs> you know, oh. he is a Gryffindor. Gryffindor, cool. And finally, we've got Makachin. Makachin. The puppy. He's the dog. That's Victor's dog. It's Victor's dog. All dogs are Hufflepuffs. I agree. Except for my dog Athena, who's talking right now, who's a Slytherin. Hi, Athena! <laughs> Mikachin is a... Yes. A poodle Does who the looks dog more die? like a Labrador... Uh, no. <laughs> no. No? I just Almost. Googled it. I just Googled it, and there's a po- there's a thing here for a YouTube video that says, R.I.P. Mikachin. The dog eats too many steam buns. Dog eats too many steam buns. Victor has to leave the competition to go be with his hospitalized dog. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's such a dumb thought line. It's so stupid. <laughs> because that is not a thing. We're not going to be sure. If you-, you just pump a dog's stomach when it eats too. Well, okay. To be completely fair, my dog did get into my medicine one time. And I was we were very stressed because mm. they did have to overnight in a hospital. Oof. So maybe this is more realistic than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and everyone's going to be, like, going to freak out when that dog's... Unwell. Like Victor's best friend, basically. And then, like, Yuri, Yuri also had a dog who died. And it was a miniature poodle named that he named Victor. Yeah, named <laughs> after Victor. Uh, so, like, he's like, I, I know what it is like to love a dog like this. Please go be you with your dog. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And that's Yuri on Ice Sorted. It's a great show. Everyone should watch it. Like, I, I don't know how to encapsulate my love for this show. I know, this sounds like such nonsense. Talking it about does. it in like yeah, pieces like, like this. <laughs> oh, doggo. Oh, bork, bork. It's been a while since we've been interrupted by a dog. Yeah. Oh, Thini. Yeah, uh, it sounds like such nonsense, but it is so good and it's so wholesome and I mean, so nice. Absolutely it is. No, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds incredibly tame to me. For, honestly? Compared to yeah. anime. <laughs> Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, <laughs> Mob Psycho 100, fucking that? Digimon! I would say this is probably one of the most accessible animes out there. Yeah, it's real chill. It's not mm-hmm. a fantasy thing, is it? Is the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we wrap up, though, so we've got we've got we've got a score to settle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beef has finished aging. It's ready, <laughs> it's ready to cook <laughs> now. Pull that out of the oven. So the so beef's ready. So what's the problem here, my dude? Whoo! Ah. Okay. All right, that James from Pokemon. (laughs) All right. right. I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) I have long held, very long held, that Thor is a Gryffindor. (laughs) And I've been holding this for for the episode that I would eventually guest on because I knew it was going to happen eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Make your case, sir. Courage, bravery, headstrong, stubborn. Thor is... Thor is the one who is always going to be the first into a fray. Even with his, like, character development that happens in Dark World and Thor 1. And even in, like, Infinity War and Endgame, his defining trait is that he is the person who will step up and do what needs to be done. He's the person who will act first. And I think that 
Sure, to become worthy again and to prove himself worthy to himself, he had to embrace some of those Hufflepuff traits. You, your argument is that he is the kindest Avenger, and I agree that he's the kindest Avenger, but I still think that doesn't negate the fact that he is the bravest and perhaps, in my opinion, the most accepting Avenger in a way. Hold on, I, I'll give the you I'll most gi- accepting would be Hufflepuff. I think tolerance. It can tolerance. It can be Hufflepuff, but I think that. Gryffindors, there's there's something about Gryffindor that like they're willing to embrace people as allies in a way, maybe not so much as a Hufflepuff because I feel like sure Hufflepuffs are accepting and they're loyal, but I feel like that loyalty sometimes has to be earned. Also, I will give you most headstrong Avenger, but yes, most courageous Avenger from like the original group of Avengers, easily Cap, no question. I think that there is... Cap was a weed, weenie little guy who would still stand up to the bully because it was the right thing to do. Thor has never okay. had any reason... Like, let, Thor go... Like, will rush into the fight, but he's never had any reason to be afraid of the fight. I'll concede that. I'll concede that, absolutely. I also have but an I think... argument I would like to add. <laughs> Hit me with it. I would say that Thor is incredibly loyal and forgiving. Um... Every time Loki fucks him over. Like, every time. And he just is... How many times? He's always willing to forgive him and and take him back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But also, one of the traits as a negative you've got in the Hufflepuff column is passive. And Thor ain't that. That's valid. That's valid. That is valid. I I think Thor... So so maybe he's not the bravest, but I think he's the one who's all... Like you said, he's always ready to rush in first. Thor is very much an active person. He always... I, I just think about when he was on uh, Sakaar in... Um, that, which I think is the name of that planet. In uh, in Thor Ragnarok. And he's the one who was seizing time and like willing to go out and plan things and do things. And he, he wasn't willing to sit still, you know? Mm. I feel like his capacity as a man of action maybe... Maybe overshadows his more Hufflepuff traits. Now, I know your argument is we sort them too soon at the same time. Because maybe because he, he absolutely does develop into more of a Hufflepuff over the film series. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I still think his defining characteristics put him solidly in Gryffindor. Anyway, that's, I tell, that's, I tell that's you what, me. I tell you what. Let's split the difference and say he's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Is that the is that the midway between a Gryffindor and a Hufflepuff? I'm just saying he's very clever. He knows all the science bullshit that Jane knows as well. He talks to her about it. He speaks Groot. He took Groot as an elective. He's a clever boy. But knowing stuff and being clever are two different things. Though. He's clever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Hmm. He's clever. What do you think he values? Bravery. Chivalry. Hammers. <laughs> Well, I mean, his ent- his entire thing is, like, worthiness, right? And I think that's very much a chivalrous idea. Yeah. Like, you have to prove yourself to be good enough to... Mm, Here's maybe the thing. To, to carry out your duty. I see both. I see both, To too. me, the idea of worthiness sounds more like Slytherin. I'm just more solidly in the Gryffindor camp. I think, I think you're... Okay, so there, there are very valid arguments for both. Gryffindor yeah. and Hufflepuff. And I think it comes down to like a personal sort of vibe yeah, that you I think get. So. Let's say he's I mean he's he he starts out Gryffindor and trends towards Hufflepuff as time goes on. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. And I think I still vibe check Gryffindor off of him. Sure. <laughs> I would sure, say Gryffindor sure. leaning Hufflepuff. Like that's that's what I am willing to concede in this beef. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think in I think also in the Avengers films, he it like ends up losing a lot of his ca- character development to be more of that brash bravado filled guy. Mm. When he's Ooh. in an ensemble cast, yeah, his character does shift a bit. When it's Joss Whedon or the other ones, the other ones, the Russos, the That's Russo the brothers one. who are writing him. Can I give a very, very, very flaming hot, like fresh out of the forge take right now? <laughs> Please, like, we're gonna. I was gonna ask you how hot take. Go for it. I really liked Fat Thor. <laughs> like, I didn't like the fat jokes. Sure. Yeah, liked, that's the thing. Like, like I didn't, I didn't like the jo- that it was made into a joke, and I didn't like that his fat was specifically meant to be like comical. Oh, he got fat because he got sad. But I yeah. liked the, what they were attempting to do with it, which was yeah. like he's lost everything and he has sunk. sunk Play into that into depression a, side a more, very like deep it, depression. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, 
I guess the only thing I would say is, like, the film already starts off in such a dark, depressing place, even though, like, and rightfully so, and it is dark and depressing, and there's a lot of that going around. Rightfully or wrongly, I think they were probably trying to use that to try and lighten the mood of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy fuck is the first half hour of that movie. That dim as fuck. But I also really, really think that Thor, that it makes sense for Thor's character arc because he lost everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, like, when I watch that movie, when I rewatch that movie... I literally just skip ahead to when Ant-Man gets freed. That movie gives me such, like, tonal whiplash. Yeah. I skip ahead to when Ant-Man gets freed, because that's when things become fun again. Like, the time travel bullshit in that film is so much fun. (laughs) It is very fun. Oh, it absolutely is. That that was a movie that, from a critical standpoint, like, uh, it's it's a movie that I have to watch two ways. Because, you know, you guys know I'm literally a critic. Like, that's one of the things that I do. And, like, from a critical standpoint, it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's like not any better or worse than any other superhero movie. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. it's got some it's got some merit. Often it's very messy. Yeah, it's a it's a mess, and it's it's cheesy popcorn fun. Uh, from a standpoint of someone who is a fan of the characters and a fan of the comic books and a fan of, well, frankly, a lot of the actors. Yeah, I loved that shit. Yeah, it yeah. was like it. I, I think I cried for a lot of that movie. <laughs> I cried for a lot of Infinity War, for sure. I cry at movies very easily. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I... No, like, uh, when uh, like when Thor, like, does the transformation into, like, Warrior Thor. Like, that... Ooh, I lost it. I lost <laughs> it in the theater. Completely. It's I just, very good. I really... I, anyway. This was not an Avengers episode. <laughs> but <laughs> well, it became yeah. one. What? What specific moment are you thinking of there? Sorry, like I'm trying to picture it. Oh, when uh, when when he uh, when he calls the lightning down and his beard becomes braided. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the look he ends up with by the end is solid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some of the things that the like Russo's shouldn't be doing though, like giving him the the fake eye again, like just undoing everything that was done in oh, that, Thor Ragnarok. That bugged me a lot. Yeah. Like, that bugged me so That's much. That's not like come on, guys. And like making him making him have to have a weapon again, like. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like what they like undid for. T- Guys, I managed to accidentally turn this into an episode of home viewing. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe- it's what guest months all about. Yeah, guest months. Yeah. The Pocket Podcast Network. Speaking of, thank well, you to the Pocket Podcast Network. Well, uh, well, we'll have to come and join you on your podcast sometime. Where are we going to be this month as well, Alex? We're going to guest on Steampunks. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> you blanked on the name. I was like the science one. <laughs> <laughs> And technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Art, yeah, and mathematics. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. I think you guys will have. It a is lot of very fun. good. I'm very excited to be on Steampunks. They're sort of setting up a, a yeah. unique sort of thing for us that I'm so, very excited to do. Check out Steampunks later this month. We'll be tweeting about it and retweeting, of course. Absolutely. We'll let you know. Follow um, us on Twitter at Sorted Pod. You, don't do this wrong. You can find us online. Ah, uh, you throw me off. I never know how to end an episode. <laughs> Ending episodes is one of the hardest things you can do. That said, who's your theme music by? <laughs> ah, <laughs> Katie's I, like, I can't do this. It's gotta be an order. It's gotta be right. It's gotta be an order. Thank you for listening to Sorted. If you agree or disagree, <laughs> if you agree or disagree with our sorting, uh, tweet at us. Let us know. If also, if we forgot any characters that you would like to have us sort, tweet you, those at us as well. You at can find us Pod. at Sorted Pod. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD, and I'm at Pichu P T C H E W. And John, where can we find you? You can find me at um, Them's the Cast at Them's the Cast on Twitter, or at Home Viewing Pod on Twitter, or. You can uh, follow me on Twitter. It's a it's protected because I recently went through a job search, but I will pretty much let anyone follow me. It's <laughs> at John Makes Mixes on Twitter, and all of those links will be in the description. Of course. Thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other Pocket Podcast Network shows such as Home Viewing and Them's the Facts and Steampunk. Yes, <laughs> and more. We'll just mention those ones this time. Yeah, that's fine. No reason. <laughs> uh, the whole network this month is doing a sort of guest cross pollination. I don't. I, I don't know where I was going. With that. Why are Sorry. you describing it like you're an alien who's never interacted with humans before? We're doing a guest month where people from different shows guest on other shows. I think I might be an alien. And we cross pollinate each other. 
We spread ideas like bees. John, who's going to be cross-pollinating with you? Well, Britty from No Dice is going to be guesting on Home Viewing. Nice. And then Bethany from Home Viewing is going to be guesting on Them's the Facts, so it's going to be a little <laughs> bit of inside baseball. Well, that, I mean, that's probably just makes things easier. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly does. Only one microphone needed. Yeah. Thank you to Matt Majakamo of the Wamping Willows for the use of our theme song, The House of Awesome Theme Song. Tweeted us. Your favorite ice skater. Yeah. Such as, who's the guy? Nathan Chen. Nathan Chen. Tweeted us Nathan Chen and other ice skaters. There are other very good ice skaters that you should also respect. Nathan is just my favorite. Tweeted us ice skaters that we don't know anything about and we'll tell you what else there is. Yep. <laughs> no, we can't sort real uh, we people. We can't sort real That's people. That's the rule. Um, Could you sort their free programs? <laughs> tweet at us uh, your favorite ice skating move. Yeah. I will sort it. Yes. <laughs> Preferably with, like, a video or some yeah. kind of, like, visual. <laughs> what? Just, just, just right now, right now, no holds barred. What's a triple axle? A, a spinning move that you do three times. Yeah. It's gotta be a Ravenclaw, right? No, we can't give that away for free. They've gotta go to Twitter for that shit. <laughs> he asked us to. We've gotta go for Twitter. Well, then John needs to tweet at us. John, forget, forget that you heard that and tweet at us. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house, it's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Cinema's hottest podcast is home viewing. What are you doing? This show has everything. Please stop. Blu-rays, DVDs, dog sounds, <sighs> guest this episodes. This isn't working. But you know what does work? Discussing our entire film library week by week in alphabetical order. <sighs> I'm John. And I'm Bethany. And this is Home Viewing. Wednesdays on the Pocket Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>